Denver Broncos cheerleaders, and you're listening to Sports Crunch with DCROM. We are here at day one of the 2022 Reese's Senior Bowl practices. This is Sports Crunch with DCROM. I'm your host, David Cromwell, and I am joined by my good friend, Billy Rossetti, you know him from those uh, live draft webcasts we did the past several years. He's for S for Bengals Wire and numerous other outlets. Billy, what players are you looking forward to watching the most this weekend? One for sure is Daniel Falele, the yeah. Minnesota offensive tackle. Yeah. I mean, 6'8", 387, and to, for him to move the way he does is, is absolutely incredible. So I, I cannot wait to watch him move around. Uh, and just watch them up close and personal. That, that's going to be so exciting. And just the quarterbacks, too. I've been saying all the quarterbacks here, it, it's a really interesting group, especially Bailey Zappi. I mean, this kid's got an absolute shot to really show that he can hang with the big boys, really show that he's more than just the system uh, at Western Kentucky. I actually got a chance to talk to and see uh, his buddy Jared, uh, Jared Stearns in Vegas at the Shrine Bowl. Really good kid. So, you know, really some good players at that Western Kentucky offense. But uh, Zappi's definitely the one we're looking forward to. And obviously Kenny Pickett. You know, we, we saw yesterday all the talk about his hand size and how he didn't get measured because basically kind of went through this process last year. So he, he's got a lot to prove here. So, like I said, this, overall this uh, this quarterback group really excited, been, been excited for uh, a long time. So them and Falele probably the top guys that come to mind. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the quarterbacks because uh, this is widely regarded as the most underwhelming group of quarterbacks to enter the draft since 2013. Nonetheless, what could make it a potentially better group than that class is you have some guys with high floors, and one of those guys is apparently Teddy Pickett. Outside of Teddy Pickett, which of these quarterbacks do you think has the most to gain this week at practices and maybe see their stock rise all the way into the first round? I think Malik Willis is another guy that falls into that category too, David. You know, yeah. His, his stock kind of dropped a little bit because he kind of faded in some of the games. He did go off on a high note in his bowl game, but detractors are going to be like, well, he only played with Eastern Michigan. Now's his chance to hang with the big boys, really show what he can do in, in front of you know, all, all these scouts and teams and whatnot. So if, if there's a quarterback that I think can kind of bounce back from where he was last year, Malik Willis is, is definitely the guy. You know, obviously he's got the mobility. He's got the good arm. He's just got to show that he can do it on a bigger stage. Most definitely. And looking at this draft as a whole, what position groups do you think are the strongest and which do you think are the not so strongest? I think you really got to like the top of the edge class here. Um, you know, not just the top two guys. Everyone knows Aiden Hutchinson. Everybody knows uh, Tibbs. They have Kayvon Thibodeau. David Ojabo is going to be another intriguing guy. George Karloftis. There's a lot of good edge edge rushers in this class. Uh, it just seems like every year we get a, a really good group there. So that's going to be interesting to see. Weakest, you know, that, that's a good question. You know, I think. Uh, Maybe some people have been saying it's not really a, you know, it's obviously top heavy with guys like Neil and Ekwanu, but not hearing too much about uh, some of the lower guys, although a couple other guys that can go in the first round. A couple that were here, actually. Trevor Penning is going to be really interesting to watch out in northern Iowa. Even the interior linemen, too, is going to be fascinating. Like Dylan Parham is another guy uh, to look out for. He's going to get a lot of reps, I think, at center, and that's probably where he's best viewed. So uh, offensive linemen and Really, the trenches, I think, too, definitely seem like the, a lot of the strong points this year. Uh, yes, and uh, outside of uh, Daniel Falele and uh, Trevor Penning, uh, what offensive linemen uh, do you have your eyes on this week as well? Like I said, Dylan, Dylan Parma, I think, is another guy that, that comes to mind there. You know, 
moved around the line a little bit at Memphis, uh, but he's going to get a shot at uh, at center. So he's he's going to be uh, definitely intriguing to watch. The kid from Southern Utah too. The you know he's really big as well. He's not getting as much love as Falele, probably partly because you know Southern Utah versus Minnesota. But he's another guy that's going to be uh, really fascinating to watch. So a lot of good guys here. Really excited to see these guys really get added up close and personal. Yes, and uh, last but not least, another position group that we didn't cover is the wide receiver group. This is another very, very deep draft for wide receivers. What wide receivers um, have the best chance to improve their stock this week here in Mobile? I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of good guys here. I mean, even some we're watching right now, the kid, kid from Rutgers here, really, really intriguing guys. I'll even add a, name, a couple names that I saw last week at the Shrine Bowl that I think of. Uh, intrigued a little bit too. Charleston Rambo I thought had a couple really nice practices to start. I had a really nice catch uh, on day one so I thought he did really well. Uh, the kid from UCLA is going to be uh, you know has shown a little bit. Uh, I mentioned earlier Jared Stearns from Western Kentucky so a lot of intriguing not just here at the Senior Bowl but even the Shrine Bowl you know Eric Alpo did a really nice job of just gathering a lot of talent and getting into Vegas so this is a this is a fun group yeah, this wide receiver group as well. Jay, I mean, Jayon Dotson, cannot wait to watch him in person too. Oh, yeah. Dotson's fun Penn to watch. State, so yeah. Absolutely. 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 So, yeah, if there's one guy I'm definitely looking forward to here, it's Jayon Dotson. And last but not least, as mentioned at the top of the broadcast, you cover the Cincinnati Bengals for the USA Today Bengals Wire. What is your Super Bowl prediction? I really think the Bengals have a shot, you know, They've shown what they can do over the last couple of weeks, especially in the second half. This has been a strong second half team. I mean, look, two, they played the Chiefs twice and they held them to a total of six points in the second half in both games. That's incredibly tough to do, especially for a young up and coming team like the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, down 21-3, you might as well have left them for dead. But they just fight hard, you know, and they just have such a good, especially back into the defense. Jesse Bates is one of the best safeties in the game. He's so fun to watch. I really think, you know, with two weeks to prepare, this defense, I think, is going to have a really good game for trying to stop Matthew Stafford. So I'm really excited to see what they do, but I really think the Bengals have a shot. I, I think my only prediction is that the Bengals win the Super Bowl. I am going to agree with you. I like the Bengals in the Super Bowl as well. Billy Rossetti, USA Today, Bagels Wire. Thank you once again for joining us. Enjoy the week. Absolutely, Dave. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome.